Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Unrelenting Pursuit podcast, where we invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, guys, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. Hey guys, welcome to season three, episode what, babe? I don't, I just asked you that question before I hit record. I said, do you know what episode it is? She's like, yep. It's and episode then, nine. Then she just, looked at me I just like, wanted oh, no. to, to get you right off at the beginning. We do want to say nah. thanks real quick. We have uh, a review here we want to read. This is from Serena D. D. Perry. It says, I have been binge listening to this podcast and it has been so good. The genuine and real conversation between them has been very encouraging. The topics covering marriage and parenting are so needed in today's world. We just want to say thank you for giving us that review. It's really encouraging to us too, to know that this is something that is having an impact on someone's marriage and as a parent and yeah, yeah, it means a lot to us. If you haven't reviewed us yet, we would encourage you and ask that you do so so that other people can find us more easily. Yeah. Even if it's like an emoji, can you do emoji review? I'm going to ask for full two sentences. It could just be like a couple emojis. This is the difference between a man and woman right here. Like the, you know, arm that's flexing. Is that your emoji you use or? (laughs) And the American flag. There you go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to have to add to that folks. And we're done for the day. (laughs) So no, we do have something kind of that I think is we're finding to be more and more and more of a rarity in couples. And I really, you know, I've been thinking about this as we kind of been talking about this topic. I really think that this is really, truly one of the greatest factors on whether or not marriages can really, truly have thriving marriages and whether they can have recovered marriages. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you want to tell everybody what we're going to talk about? Uh, yeah, I, I think it makes sense what you're saying. Cause if something bad happened to recover, you need to do this. And then if nothing's bad happened, does that make, did that just make sense? Sort it of. sounded weird, right? Yeah. I kind of, you if, kind of, when, you kind of were like, if not nothing's bad happened, even nothing is a bad, <laughs> <laughs> if nothing has happened in your marriage, that would be considered, you know, bad and you guys are okay. This would still help you thrive it will help you thrive not doing it maybe just you know stay where you're at but anyway we're going to talk about just owning well lisa says lisa tyler owning you yes i would i would title it what owns you no maybe not anyway owning yourself is really what it is your actions and just yeah who you are so i feel like Every couple that we have talked to and that we've been, you know, closely mentoring and, and just in relationship and Mm -hmm. who's been going through struggles, this is, this is typically, we just get the blame game for a good portion of the conversation, you know, like what someone else has done. Yeah. And I think we grow up just doing that. Right. It's our instinct right away. Yeah. Like I was just thinking of a story this past week and, um, this little baby, I mean, not little, but. I mean, she's little, but not like a baby, baby. Anyway, I was like, who did that to you? And like immediately like pointed or I said something like that. And she immediately blamed like someone right next to her. It was mm-hmm. pretty funny. Yeah. And, and we're from all the laughing. moment, Yeah. But, the moment that you're born, this yeah. is like, we want to avoid 
getting in trouble. We don't, yeah, exactly. we're not going to say I'm the one who ate all the chocolate. No, it was my brother. It was my sister. It was, you know, I mean, and how many times, like I've told the boys, I've told our girl too, but I know for sure I've told the boys, I'm like, just tell me the truth. Own it. Because you I'm not saying you're not going to get in trouble. That's mm-hmm. not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying own it because the opposite is worse. Yeah. Like as soon as you start lying to me and it'll, I'll find out mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter. It's going to come out. Then, you know, it, it's only, it only gets worse. What's funny about it is how quick we are to own anything that's positive. Oh yeah. You know, so like uh. if, if there's something going right, we also want to own that. You know, like we are directly responsible for the good outcomes, but we are not responsible for the negative ones. It should, I mean, great leaders that I've been under, and I've been under some like awesome leaders. I've been under some horrible (laughs) leaders. I think that just happens throughout anybody's career. But great leaders, it's exactly opposite of what you just said. Mm -hmm. They immediately like point to positive and immediately own negative. Mm-hmm. Like they immediately give others the, yeah. Like what you're saying. Yeah. I just said that just, uh, yeah. we just talked about a baby pointing yes, to someone, yes. blaming something. So I'm saying like, <laughs> you see how I brought it I'm around. Yes. Like, yes. Like it all through your life. Positive point, negative there point you go. to yourself. Okay. Yes. Okay. There you go. Is that better? I like it. Yes. Anyway, I'm just saying like, <laughs> it's almost, like in everything else in the Christian walk, in your walk with God, it's the exact opposite of your instinct. It's so true. Of your human instinct, I would say. Because the closer you walk with God, the more mature you become. Your instinct starts to become what your, you should be doing. Yeah, you hope that that's what you're doing is becoming aligned with what Christ wants yeah, you to so do. Yeah, so I would say like your, you know, your human instinct, initial human instinct is to um lisa's phone's recording me all of a sudden i don't like totally distracted me (laughs) yeah our human instincts are to do all the things that bring us you know all the glory and Mm. jesus calls us to do things like serve and that's not what our instinct is to do you know we want to like that's what i'm saying kind of flips everything yeah around i think it's the opposite around uh, yes our youngest (laughs) and i'm i it's good that you say that because i just would like it (laughs) always always on record (laughs) and this is this you know there's those little things that your kids say and you never want it to go away (laughs) and our youngest still says it's opposite around yeah for something that's opposite like it (laughs) it just we just chuckle every time we just i love it though i I haven't corrected him at all on it because i'm just like he doesn't realize he says it in a weird way and we just want to keep it that way for as long as possible he's gonna be the awkward 30 year old that's just opposite around around, and everyone around me like what 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 are you saying (laughs) why did my parents ever tell me (laughs) so we really wanted to go over owning you owning Mm. yourself because you know, we've talked before on various episodes about you can only control you, but there is something just owning your part in a marriage or in an, in conflict or mm. just in general, recognizing like you have to own your part. Yeah. You have to own your part. And, you know, we shared our story recently with a, with a couple. And as we're talking, the thing that they kept coming back to is how when we shared it, neither one of us 
went down the road of he he was doing this or yeah. she was doing this. We've which focused. I don't even realize that we do that. Like yeah. when he pointed that out, which it was an awesome couple, and I hope we get to do some stuff with them. Like in yeah. the future, I think we will. But um, they like counsel marriages all the time, and they reach reach out to us or reach out to them. I don't know how it happened. Lisa does all this stuff. So anyway, we. <laughs> We had a FaceTime call, which was amazing. And, you know, they wanted to hear our story. And so they hear stories all the time. And I think it took me back to after I told my condensed version of, of you know, our story or my story, whatever. And um, and that was one of the things that hit me that he said. Uh, there was two things that hit me. One of them was that where it was like, you know, you guys, you, you didn't blame your wife once. Mm-hmm. at all and then you know the same thing with you yeah you didn't blame him once at all and the first thing they hear all the time you know yeah and it's doing the same it stuff is, we hear all yeah. the time it's i think like we said it is instinct and i think that if you really want there to be a change in your marriage then you have to shift this you have mm-hmm. to own you and and really you have to allow god to work on your spouse Like you, you have to just ask God to work on you and let God work on your spouse. And so we, we were just kind of going over the topic. Like we think if you are going into like the blame game, it only brings hurt and shame and it really leads to disrespect and really, truly, you know, for a man, almost all men, like their greatest need is respect. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so, uh, and then a woman's greatest need is usually love. And so what happens is we get in these cycles then of, well, you don't love me, so I'm not going to show you respect. And well, well, you don't respect me, so I'm not going to show you love. And so no one's doing their part. No one's just owning themselves. And it just really gets to be very, very, very toxic in relationships. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we had some questions for you guys to ask yourself about your situation and in also helping you guys learn to just own yourself, own you. You want to go with the first one? The first question? Mm-hmm. Is it number one? Yes. I know no. that sounds weird. Does but it you really matter? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just did it. No, her note, you your notes are a little confusing. Yes, because I numbered it. And there's a question mark after number one. So I thought that was the first one. Um, Thanks for writing out my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, does it really matter? matter um because we always ask ourselves that question you know when you're in a situation does this really matter like does the sock on the floor does it really really matter you know recognizing like you can own your part right you could say i'm going to pick that sock up and you can Mm. you can own it okay but you don't have to like make it where every single thing Mm -hmm. becomes a big deal yeah because I think that's I don't think every single but I think in most marriages it's I don't think it really matters all those little things I think it's the straw that breaks the camel's back it is 100% like I really do think that's what it is so like one it's so hard to own up to your own actions Um, and it's this is not owning up I hear this too it's like oh well you know this is why me xxx right it sounds like it's owning up right like mm-hmm. you're like well you know the reason why is because of me the reason why i'm doing this blah blah is blah, blah, because... blah blah and then a me like almost like in the same breath 
And it's like, and well, if she blah, 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 that's not owning up because basically you're quantifying your action, not quantifying your action. No. Sounds uh, like a nice big I know. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, yeah, quantifying action based mm-hmm. on what no, <laughs> you're um, excusing your action because of something that your spouse did. Mm-hmm. And so you're not really owning it. Yeah. Like to me, owning it is like our story. Like I committed adultery. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Like there's not like I did this because of something my spouse did in mm-hmm. our kid. No, it was even, even if it was something yeah, you have to like own that, your part. you still own it. Yeah. Like there's no, because you did X, your, your spouse didn't push you to do X. Mm-hmm. You did X. So things, yes. And like in our life, you know, there's a lot of things that don't, I'm looking at a pile of my t-shirts and hats <laughs> on the floor. It bothers me. It does. I have other stuff going on though. And so I'm just kind of like, eh. but I know like in, in our grand scheme of things, like I'm going to get to that. I'm going to clean it up. Yeah. Lisa knows I'm going to clean it up. And we talked but about this in last our grand week. scheme, it doesn't matter that much, yeah. but it's because the front loading that's happening in our, in our marriage because of everything we've been through. Right. Mm-hmm. So intentionally doing all these things, front loading it where, your little ponytail things and and hair clips where I don't know what I'm they're laughing called. Because the bobby pins. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll have you know no, no, no. that 90% of that is, is your daughter. Listen, when I'm I'm giving an example, it does not bother me, but they're all over. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me. They're just all over the house. Like everywhere you turn, there's a bobby pin and a she you know the ponytail thing. Yes. Whatever. Ponytails. Well, ponytail is what that thing makes. Anyway, I don't know what they're called, but they're all over the place. Rubber bands. Okay, rubber bands. They're all over the place. It doesn't bother me. But also, we're you know, there's not a straw, right, that's going to break the camel's back. Yeah. Because, not because we're perfect, no, by no means don't ever think that we are perfect at mm-hmm. all. It's not because of that. It's because of everything we front load. Yeah. And with our priorities. So. Well, and also recognizing like, and I think in our story where people can very clearly see like, oh, well, this is, well, there's there's specific, you know, right and wrong, black and white. Mm-hmm. And, and people navigate through that in their own marriages. Like as for me, when I went through that as well, recognizing like there was still, even though, yes, there was nothing wrong, quote unquote, in our marriage, but there were still things that God had to teach me. And I had to allow him to get in and mess, mess around, you know, like to say, okay, these are the things you need to change. This is, you know, a a heart issue that you have. And, and I went through that process of feeling like it wasn't fair and feeling like I shouldn't have to work on anything and that it should all be on you. And I just think when I really surrendered that to God and just let him get in there and just do whatever needed to be done. It, there was such freedom in just owning, like, God, change me however you need to change me. Like, yep. work in me however you need to work in me. And I think that is so powerful of a concept when we allow God to do that in our lives, and we all need to do it. So it can't just be, yes, we do need to say the prayers for specifically for our spouse, right, and the things that we truly mm-hmm. do want God to just move. But we also need to say those kind of prayers that say, do whatever you need to do to me. Yeah, it's it goes back to... Um uh, Craig Rochelle, 
the dangerous, the dangerous prayers. Mm -hmm. Like I, in that, and I don't have it in front of me, but in that there's one area and he's like the most dangerous prayer or scariest prayer you can pray is to, um, like God show me, like search me, search me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like, that's a super scary prayer because you don't know what happens. Uh, So side note on that, like own your actions, own what you do and everything, own it. Um, but also like what Lisa was saying, like about prayer, like that works Mm -hmm. like prayer and we've done episodes on prayer, but like prayer is so powerful. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't even know about this whole Jesus thing. Like, trust me. Like, it's just, I can't, I don't even know how to like say it in words. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how powerful it is. And it's not like, sometimes it's instant. Sometimes it's not like, I don't know, you know, how God's going to work, but prayer is super powerful. People change by praying people change because people are praying for them like Mm -hmm. i'm a testimony to that for sure um prayer protects prayer like it's huge it's a huge part of this so um yeah i just kind of wanted to say that like yeah that that is the most powerful weapon that you have to fight with because you can own something not blaming your spouse on anything you you're owning it but you're like uh but you know if she or if he would just, hey, bring it in prayer. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like I know 100%, 100% that I was in a situation and if I had not prayed, I don't know if I'd be here right now. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like there's no other reason. Literally a, a life threatening situation. Yeah. And there's just saw no, God's protection. Divinely. No other, yeah, there's no other reason for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely none. Um, and that was a simple, uh, not to even mention the prayers over our marriage. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. that was just like a simple, like God protect us and move, you know, yeah. and that was it. And, and, you know, yeah. And then, and then you get to marriage and it's like praying just in pray. I don't know. It just kind of hit me when you're saying that, like how powerful prayer is in all of this, like, yeah. but 100% to, I think to be humble enough. And so many times. Even, you see it in scripture where God tells us, pray, pray, yeah. pray. And you see Jesus over and over and over again. You know, we're reading through the gospels right now and over and over again, how Jesus has a powerful moment of ministry. And then what does he do? He withdraws mm-hmm. and he prays. He withdraws and he prays because he knows that he needs to be refueled. He knows that in order for him to stay connected with God, he needs that time of connection, you know, mm-hmm. and if we don't, if we don't pray, if we don't spend time with God, then we just continue to deplete ourselves yeah. and we try to do it in our own strength. And no, we for pretty sure. much and always I think fail that, at that. <laughs> I think that if you can't own what you're doing, I, I mean, I don't know how like far in prayer you're going to get. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's something that would hold you back because owning what you're doing, it, you're humbling yourself mm-hmm. and, and, um, yeah, I don't know, like, if you're, you know, if you think you can walk on water, I'm not sure, like, how well you're praying. Well, if you, if, yeah. well, I'm trying, I think that it's one of those deals we're recognizing, like, when you, when you go to God with this a list of a certain amount of things that you want him to be involved with in your life, but then you try to hold back 
other areas yeah. where you don't want him to mess with, yep. that is where we end up falling short because God wants to be involved in all the areas. So you can't go, God, um, you know, fix my husband. Like he's very clearly very screwed up, but uh, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. leave me be because yep. I clearly am, am just perfect. Thank you for making me so perfectly. Like that's, <laughs> that is a heart issue because none of us, none of us are perfect and God is working out something in each and every one of us. And we need to be open to just letting him continually grow us. Cause we are never going to get to that. Perf- we're never going to get to where we're supposed to be till heaven. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's just a constant process of moving towards that. So anyways, yes, does it really matter thinking about that? And then something that's always helped me when it comes to owning thing is thinking about what is my end goal? Like in, in any situation that we're going through, it's like, okay, what's my end goal, right? I, I try to think ahead. Yeah. So if, you know, we're in any kind of like conflict, whatever, it's like, okay, well, my end goal is this. And is this going to help me reach my end goal? And I know that sounds kind of like a long process, but when you start to train your brain, yeah, then it helps you to own you and just like allow what really matters to matter and say, okay, this is not helping me towards my end goal. This is not where I want to be. So I'm not going to go there. I think it helps me. Yeah. Does that make sense? I feel like you're looking at me all confused. You just knocked the table almost over. Um, No, I I was just thinking, I think I put it another way where, um, but I don't know if it's really like about owning yourself or owning, I don't know. Just say it. I I just put it another way, like what good is going to come of this? Yeah. No, I think think that's for sure doing the same thing, just saying it a different way. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of how it plays into like owning up to what you're... Because I think with owning yourself, you start asking yourself those questions instead of just going with your emotion, instead of just saying uh, like, I want this right now. You start to think, what do I really want? You know, what are the things I really want? And it's part of learning to own yourself, right? Own your own emotions. Own what you want to be responsible for Uh, instead of letting other people dictate how you're going to act how you're going to react mm-hmm. and all the situations that you're in, you're just constantly just in a reaction mode. Like, no, own yourself. Say, this okay. is, this is not where I'm going to be. I get it. I was going along the lines of the whole thing is like something bad you do. Mm. You own it, but you're saying even like emotions. In what, and, yes. You have to own, you have to yeah. own those things. And I think mm-hmm. typically this is something where women struggle more, but I think men struggle a lot with this yeah, too. And they absolutely. just don't talk about it. No, I think so. Because what's the typical answer? Like, you know, man, what do you struggle with? Oh, I got anger issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so that's true. A, like all the time. And I don't know. Sometimes I like I get it. I, well, I don't. I I try to be empathetic. You know, like yeah, try to understand. You it. understand what it's like to struggle with pride. You yeah. You, you understand. Well, I just never had like those hard. You know, like anger issues. That's not me. You know, but I, so like the emotions or how I'm thinking of it, like what good is going to come from this? Like it takes, so if we're talking to our kids about something, sometimes I'm quiet for a long time because I have all these things running through my head and I'm like, I want to fire off all these questions or, and or statements. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, all right, I'm trying to play it in my head 
You know, kind of like, <laughs> you know what it's like? It's like the Sherlock Holmes movies, mm, right? Mm, like, yeah. you know, like mm. the Robert Downey Jr. ones. Yeah. Brad is analyzing yeah, the fabric like, on the clothing and the... <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. So you missed it. So anyway, everyone else, <laughs> remember the movies when he fights, right before he fights, he like, it goes through the whole fight scene. Oh yeah. I'm thinking of the series that we watched. Oh yeah. That's super good too. But no, the fight one where he goes through the whole fight scene before he even fights like that's what i'm trying to figure out like mm. if i say this what's going to happen like you know trying to go because as soon as you i mean all these parents out there like with teenagers majority of the time if you say something wrong then they shut down now the whole thing is about like i mean it's over mm. like <laughs> i don't you know everyone just keeps yeah. getting mad and mad and mad but i kind of try to like hey what's um, what good is going to come of me saying this? And sometimes it's like, oh, no, I'm going to have to say it, you know? Um, but anyway, i just trying to own my thoughts and my, like, reactions mm -hmm. and my, um, what I'm going to say. Because I think even with you, it's important to, like, not just spout off, right? you know, whatever. Yeah. Right? Just, like, being able to understand, like, well... I could say one thing, um, but if I just take a minute and say it differently. It makes all the difference. It makes a huge yeah. difference. Really yeah. owning you is self-control. That's what it, yeah, I like that. It's just, it's self-control. And it's it something that I think each and every one of us can learn self-control to a greater greater level, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's one of those deals that, in every area of our life, when we exercise self-control, there's a benefit to it. Yep. You know, benefit to our relationships, a benefit to our mental health, a benefit to our to our regular health. Yeah. You know, anytime we have self-control, and I've never heard someone go like, oh, "Man, that person has so much self-control; it's, it's ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, we look at other people and we crave the discipline we see in other people. Yeah. You know, like and you when, don't even know if that's Yeah, <laughs> when you see the results of people's discipline yeah, in their absolutely. life, you know, people see someone with a healthy marriage, you crave what it takes to have that healthy marriage, but most well, people won't take the steps to yeah, get there. Yeah. It's like years ago I was uh training for a lot of things, and one thing that came into my mind when I was training for this was a lot of people have the will to win, but they don't have the will to prepare to win. That's good. Right? You know, because it's true. Like, hey, people look at great marriages and it's like, man, that's what I want for my family. 100%. Mm -hmm. But go talk to them. But if only and, my husband was this and if only my well, wife was this. Yeah, then. not owning, not <laughs> yeah. owning yourself. But then also go talk to them because it's a lot of work. Yes. It's not something that just happens. Like, you see a an athlete or someone that's like getting in great shape, staying in great shape, whatever it is, right? Like, I mean, I'd like to say bodybuilders, but some of those crazy ones are, you know, doing other stuff to get there. But like, I know like one of my friends, like he is like into just getting as big as he can get, like healthy wise, right? And uh, eats all the time, like does all these things, like measures everything out, eats, blah, blah. Well, a lot of people just see him lift or just see him like walking around with, like, you know, looking like a monster. 
but they don't ever like, and they're they like, Oh, the I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But then they don't see like the four in the morning weighing my food for the day, you know, aspect of it or the working out when I don't want to work out, right. you know, like they, they don't, don't see, see the all those other things. Yeah. And so yeah. anybody that's great at whatever their craft is or their hobby is, there's so much that goes behind that. Yeah. And so if you see a great marriage, that's not by chance. Mm-mm. That is 100%. Yeah, no one is like, man, I just fell into this yeah. great marriage. This we're, is amazing. We're 40 years in, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. No, not it's at all. It's hard work. And you see people who are married for 40 years miserably. Yeah. Over and over and over again, you mm-hmm. see that. And, it's, and there is so many things that... They never did take the time to work on. They never did walk through some of the harder stuff. And so they never, they never find the thriving part mm-hmm. of marriage. Like yeah. we want you guys to have marriages that are awesome. Yeah. And it takes work to get that. It, it just, why we are so passionate about the owning you is because it takes work, but you can't make your spouse do the work. No, 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 no way. So it's, if you start owning your mind, if you start owning your emotions, if you start owning your part in your story, you know, those, those are the things that in the long run make a difference in the story of your marriage. And so, yeah, own it. Yeah. I think, and also this just came to my mind and this is where I, I fall into this a lot. Like I'll tend to complain and or vent, not about you, but like to you about something else. And a lot of times I think I just have to like, like this is almost, you know, this episode is almost like, whoa, like I have to own, instead of complaining about everything, like, I mean, it's not my fault it's happening, but at least to own my part of it. Like, Mm -hmm. and by, by me saying that it's kind of like the tangent I went off on earlier is maybe I didn't do anything wrong, but me owning this instead of complaining it is my part is maybe I'm not praying Mm. about whatever it is or whoever it is. Maybe I'm not praying about it. And instead I'm just complaining and thinking like, Oh, well, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. I haven't done anything in this, but I can't believe blah, 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 you know? Mm. And it's like, well, maybe sometimes you're owning it is literally just praying about it and not, um, you know, complaining. There's a scripture that has always, I'm trying to find out what the reference is right now, but it is talking about how you have to own, you're responsible for every word that comes out of your mouth. Oh yeah. I mean, I know. it is, it is a convicting scripture. There's, there's a few scriptures that scare me. Right. Because I'm like, you know, am I doing it? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm Did trying, I'm trying, um, yeah, I think this is it. I'm, I'm still looking. Keep talking. That, oh, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try to find just it. Blabber it on. on but blabber on while I look at this. I just think it's one of those things that it was, it, every time I read it, I'm always like, whew. Because, you know, you don't like to ever think of yourself as just spouting off words. But then mm-hmm. when, but for sure, I'm guilty of this. Like the words that, that, really have no great weight or meaning or, yeah. or you know, just, just, well, the, I mean, just like you were saying, like the, like the example I gave, yeah. What has complaining ever really done? Like, right. You know what I mean? Like there, 
like, what is it going to change if I'm just sitting here complaining about whatever? Yeah. It's not going to change anything. If you're complaining about your spouse to your spouse, that's definitely not going to change anything. No. At all. It's going to make things worse. Yeah. If you just give a laundry list to your spouse of... These are all the things that you need to change in order for us to have a good marriage. Like that. Be ready for the other laundry list yeah. that's coming back right back at you, right? Like make it make the laundry list for yourself. <laughs> and then just put and it in then, a drawer. Then just don't say anything. No, 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 no. For themselves. Like you I know. You I know, I know. You make your say, own. Yeah. But you don't say anything. Just make your own, yeah. put it in a drawer. Yeah. And work on it. Work on it. Okay. Own yourself. Hey, I really do think that this is a huge key to in, in any relationship that you're in, even if you are not married, even if you are still single, like own yourself, own the part of your story. Yes, there are so many factors in everybody's journey that the, and, and excuses in everyone's journey yeah. that would allow you to justify where you are today. Absolutely. And, and I'm not saying that those things are not true hurts or they're not true scars or they're not you know, the way that you grew up or whatever it is. I'm not saying those are not true things that you might have to walk through and figure out a way to heal from. However, the way that you live today is on you. Yeah. Your past doesn't define you. Yeah. Your present doesn't define you. Like you're not defined by, you know, what you've done. You always see like people with hurting, broken, horrible horrendous stories and you can see two different people who have both of those same similar backgrounds and end up in two very different places and it's all on how they have taken those things and moved forward yeah so just i do think owning your part in in your story and becoming who god wants you to be ultimately and leaning into him is is a key yeah absolutely i agree 100 now that you've brought me around because i (laughs) thought we were talking about (laughs) Other ownings. Well, they, yeah. it all kind of goes together. I think it we're, does. We're, no, it does. It does. But I was leaning more towards like you did something bad, own it, mm. move on. You know. Oh yeah, no, I'm where I'm you're more, more of like, like this is um, like a discipline. Yeah, like uh, dying to yourself. Yeah, you have to. You have to own you. You cannot. You cannot make other people. <laughs> change no absolutely not (laughs) and you will definitely wear yourself out trying i'm gonna spend the next few weeks trying to make people change it's not gonna happen (laughs) 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 happen. so the challenge for this week what do you think any ideas Uh, well clearly like owning yourself right so that's the whole thing is that would be what i would ask someone to do is whatever list you have in your head of what needs to be different in your marriage mm-hmm. or in your life, whatever that looks like, rip it up. <laughs> yeah, Just rip it up and start over and say, God, what do you want to do in me? Yeah. I, how, how does, how does Monty say it? I want, I want what God wants for me more than what I want or something. Yeah. Like that. I want what God wants more than what I want. Yeah. Just, anyway, just making it just like that, you know, and, and yeah. that means taking it's all huge. of your preconceived notions <laughs> and, throw them out. and all your, I'm right in this <laughs> and laying that down at the altar and saying, I'm really asking God, what do you want? What, what do you want? Yeah. Not what, what, not what I want, you know, just like Jesus did not my will, yeah. but yours. And th- so the other thing that stood out because you're saying this, the other thing that stood out 
on our uh, FaceTime call was um, they asked us our plans, you know, like what are, where we see, you know, our ministry. Right. And, um, you know, we really like, we have some sort of, you know, goals, but anyway, we have so many dreams. We just don't know the timeline. Yeah. And one of the things that he said, he was like, I just want to let you guys know that God wants what he called you to do more than you want it mm-hmm. because he wants to show off. Yeah. He wants and to I show thought that was the do. coolest thing. I've, I've probably heard something similar before, but you know, like that one hit me because it's exactly like what you're saying. Um, you might have a, an instate in your head for your marriage or for your spouse. Um, but if you just surrender that to God and pray about it, like, God wants you to have a marriage that you can't even mm-hmm. fathom. Yeah. Um, but we get in our own way. So Yeah, because it never happens the way we think it should happen. No, absolutely not. And usually that process involves some breaking. I mean, I got some great ideas. <laughs> I don't know why. I said. <laughs> yeah. So so rip up your list. Ask God for what his is. All right. All right. See bye. you guys. Bye. You ready? I'll edit all this out. Just okay. do the interview. Thanks so much for listening to Unrelenting Pursuit Podcast. We just invite you guys to subscribe and leave us a five-star review as that really helps us. Also, if you have a question for us, we invite you guys to DM us on social media or you can email us. Have a great day.